thanks everybody for joining me. Hopefully everybody had a great week. Oh man, I'm actually recording this show late tonight. I'm not gonna even tell you all how late it is, but uh, I'm just gonna say most people probably in the bed at this point. <laughs> for the people, just some housekeeping, uh, housekeeping I should say, I wanna put out there. So my Linktree subscribers, you, I know I've been saying for probably the last two or three weeks, if you're a Linktree subscriber, to be eligible for my monthly cash prizes, and currently my monthly cash prizes is $25, by the way. To be eligible, I know I've been telling people that you got to go out there. One of the key things, you got to go and subscribe out on my Linktree uh, as a subscriber and so I can get your email uh, information so you can be on my mailing list. But there's been a technical issue. We're having a lot of these technical issues. But I have talked with the Linktree support team. They mentioned to me that it's been some other uh, uh, subscribers uh, who've been complaining about that as well. So they're in the process of trying to get that worked out. So because of that, uh, I'm just going to hold off on telling everybody about going out there currently and trying to subscribe. But to be eligible for that $25 cash prize that I'm going to be, I should be giving away. Actually, yeah, I will be giving away. Uh, we'll be announcing the winners next week. Just got to go out there. I mean, as uh, far as not go out there, just make sure on your retweeting me if you're on Twitter or if I see that end up, uh, if you're on IG, you're going out there mentioning me and tagging me. So that's right now, those the key criteria far as just to see that you're doing those things and for you to be eligible. You know me, how I do every show. I like to just uh, start off talking about some things, whether happened in my personal life or more so uh, end up someone else brought to me or I seen on the news. And far as me, I was actually listening to some music uh, this week, and I was just curious. You all got you all got to let me know. Am I the only person I know? Me is certain songs. If it's a song that I really like, I can pretty much tell you what year the song came out. For the most part, I might be a year off occasionally, but I can tell you what year it came out. I can tell you where I was at at the time. Uh, and I can even tell you what I was probably doing at the time as well. So I don't know. I'm curious to see if anybody else out there uh, uh, shares with me with that experience. <laughs> and then the other thing I want to touch on before I get on the sh get in the show, uh, it was this guy reached out to me, and he had actually asked me, did he did he feel he's going out on a this is going to be a second date. Uh, that he's going out with a, a lady he likes. And he asked me, should he pay for dinner? So my first response, like, uh, yes, I think so. Why you think you shouldn't pay? Because he said one of his friends had told him, because if he pays for dinner, he'll, he, he potentially can be looking like a simp. And, <laughs> and, of course, I had this crazy look on my face, because I'm like, this is your second time going out to dinner with her. You're interested in her. It's not going to make you look like a simp. It's going to make you look like a gentleman. And this is why, people, you just can't take advice from anybody out there. Even if your friends mean well, do not take advice from anybody out there who's giving it to you. <laughs> and, I, and also from talking with them, it seems like his friend 
she's a woman. She had a bad experiences with some guys, but no, I had to I had to steer them straight on that one. No, you're trying to get a third date and not paying for dinner uh, just for the second date when you all probably haven't seen each other in two weeks since the first date. Yeah, that's not a good uh, sign. That's not a good way to get that third date. <laughs> okay, let's get into the show, though. The quote of the week is, when someone consistently shows us their true colors, we got to stop trying to repaint them. And let me say it again. When someone consistently shows us their true colors, we got to stop trying to repaint them, you know, and we got to believe them. You know, their consistent actions or lack thereof would tell us everything we need to know. This apply to both friendships, romantic relationships, and family. You know, a good. I'm going to give you some examples with each. I got frugal family members out there. I love them, but they are cheap. <laughs> but I'm going to protect the guilty, so I'm not going to call any names. But they know who they are. But anyhow... I'm not going to go on any trips with them. No, no, like I know who they are. So when it comes down to any type of trips. I just don't, if there's any trip where I know we're going to go somewhere and we need to spend money, I'm not going to go with them or le unless we got the itinerary already planned out. And I know I got their agreement that we're going to do this. Like, yeah, so I'm not, you know, they already showed me who are, who they are. I'm just going to believe them. And in regards to friendships, uh, I know my mom, actually, I was talking to her um, a couple of weeks, well, a couple of weeks ago, she brought this up, but this is not the first time. She often, I've noticed, she'll vent to me, you know, you know about a friend she has, was supposed to be a friend, but uh, she, someone who she considers a friend who, I think, I want to say within the last three years, I know it was about four or five times, my mom did mention about this person trying to get over on her. And, you know, my key question to her, like, why are you surprised at this point? Like, you know who they are. Just believe them. Stop. I mean, you're hoping for them to turn into something else that they're not, you know, and they showing you who they are. Like, you know, I, I just don't get that. I know, and I, I get it, you know, it's easier for some people like myself than others. But, you know, at some point you got to believe them. And then the last course, when it comes to dating, you know, you initially meet the person representative for the first date or maybe the first week. And, you know, you never see that side anymore besides maybe two or three times during the whole year. <laughs> make it make sense. Yeah, but this is who they truly are, you know. But it's 365 days in a year. I got to I gotta get with, you know, when I sign up for initially, I sign up for more than seeing that side for three or four times the whole year. So anybody I'm with, no, I got to have that consistently, consistency. And if you're not giving it, you know, oh, well, I'm going to keep it moving because I know there's plenty of people out there that will. Okay, let's get into the topic of the week. And the topic of this week, social media don'ts for people in a relationship. Uh, shout out to T out there. T actually uh, wanted me to talk about this. And speaking of that, if you all uh, definitely got any requests, definitely go out on the link tree and put your requests out there. But let me get started with the topic of the week. So do you know someone that has experienced a relationship issue with their partner over something they did online? In this episode, I'm going to discuss some things that I feel people in relationships shouldn't do on social media and the reason why. So once again, not saying it's right or it's wrong, 
But this is how I feel in regards to these things, though. My personal opinion. So, number one, don't go on social media to air out an issue you got with your partner. You know, especially if you haven't bothered to tell him or her directly about it. You know, me personally, I don't want to find out about an issue my partner got with me through social media when she got my number or I'm able to see, you know, I'm able to see her in person to address it. You know, she's able to see it, uh, me in person, I should say, to address it first. And furthermore, I feel it does more harm to your relationship than good to put something personal out about your relationship to the masses, you know, over keeping it in-house or just telling select individuals about it. Number two, next if it's somebody you follow on social media and the two of you were more than just platonic friends before and your, cu- and your current partner knows this along with the other person, don't be liking any pics or leaving flirty comments about that person on their page, you know, no matter how innocent you feel it might be. You know, I say that because social media got a way of connecting people and showing who you're mutual, fr- who you're mutual friends with. And some people live for negativity and drama in life. Does there might be an individual out there that likely know all three of you somehow and decide to make sure your current partner finds out about it. And number three, don't be following the pages of porn stars or just a random page of someone with just half-naked women or men for eye candy if you know this is something that can potentially cause drama in your current relationship or embarrass your partner in any way. Just going back to how social media connects everybody. You know, your partner might have a relative or friend who is single and following that page as well. But key word, they're single and you're not. (laughs) So I have seen those type of things cause drama in a relationship that could have easily been avoided. And number four, which is the next thing? Don't be sliding in or sending no DMs to random people just flirting, even if you got no real intention of ever trying to actually follow through and do anything physical with that individual. Because if the person DM you slid in takes a screenshot and posts it and posts it up on their page to blast you for everybody to see, you know, which some people are known to do, and it gets back to your partner, you know, that's not a good look and potentially can result in your partner and you breaking up. And last but not least, don't ever post a picture of your partner without checking with them first. You know, you might think it's a nice picture for the world to see, but he or she might feel different. Plus, could be a case where your partner took a picture and sent it to you with no plans of ever being posted on social media. Also, even if it was something uh, positive about your relationship, whether your partner got a promotion recently, you know, you're getting married, you're expecting a baby, you know, your partner might not want everybody to know that just yet or might just never want them to know that, you know, for whatever reason. Therefore, you know, just take a few minutes to make sure since you, you know, since you would want somebody else, you know, to do the same and show you that same courtesy likely. And I promise you, if you do these things, that would definitely, I feel, take care of a lot of issues that I see happen on social media. Okay. So now we're going to get into what is starting from my feedback. This is starting to be the favorite part of the show. You all like to hear my uh, silly stories and everything, it seems like. But I'm okay with that. As well as my testimonials, too, by the way. But I'm okay with that. That's why I'm here. You know, anybody know me, know I'm an open book. So story time with AD. So today I'm going to talk about 
my normal script club experience when I was single. So before I get into my story for this week, let me clear some things up because context matters always. I feel like this is important for me to clear up. So a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned about a script where I had some puppy love for in my past. Yeah, it was just some puppy love, but I, I actually thought I was in love. <laughs> so did I go to the script club on a regular while I was single? Absolutely. And enjoyed it, too. Uh, I would normally go when I went out on my first date. You know, the date went in early, but the night was still young, and I wasn't ready to go home. So, hey, give me a break. But, you know, no offense to any scrippers that might be listening out there, I was not going to a script club with the intent of getting the dancer's number. Matter of fact, most women that I dated were educated, professional women that I didn't get the sense was willing to just entertain any guy just because he got money, you know. Plus, you know, I got self-awareness, realized there's always going to be someone that has more money than me. So that's the key reason why I would usually avoid, I usually avoided women that I felt money was their top priority when it comes to a man. So this is why I feel most women I dated uh, before in my past would make a great wife and mother if they're not doing it already, if they're not doing both already, uh, I should say. So unfortunately, you know, it didn't work out with them and myself for different reasons. But for the most part, my dating experience was a good one while I was single. I mean, while I was single, you know, it just so happened, you know, I was single for over 10 years. Yes, over 10 years. So, you know, of my adult life, and I did a lot of dating, you know, where I got some funny and crazy stories that happened between that time, you know. But trust me, this wasn't the norm with most women that I met. And with that said, uh, this week, like I said, let me get back to the topic. I'm going to talk about my normal script club experience when I was single. So my normal experience, this is when I, you, well, I guess you could say I was going a little, you, this is when you know you was going a lot. Okay, number one, if I go, it's going to be definitely to the place, one of the hottest places in the city if I'm there. Uh, I pull up, it's a line of people I came so often, if it was a line, they wouldn't personally end up, somebody would point me out, because they familiar with seeing me. They would point me out like, oh, a, oh that's D? They what they call me, A-D or D. Oh, that's D, oh, he's good. Go ahead. They would go ahead and get me out of the line. I'll be one of the ones. They'll go ahead and get me out so I can go ahead. Valet, uh, yeah, I definitely will do valet. I ain't trying to put myself in bad situations. I like for my car to be ready when I come out. So I was going to do valet. Once I do valet, end up to get in. I guess, you know, even with getting in, if it was a line trying to get in, since I came so often, you know, I guess they like, well, we're going to get this money from him when he's inside. So they would, I would be able to skip the line, go ahead and go in. I'm going to pay to get in. I mean, well, the line to get in, I should say. They'll just go ahead and uh, let me in without having to sit in the line. Get in. Have to pay to get in. Now, I did do that. But once, even with that part, the people who normally would be at the front desk, like, they pretty much got to the point they knew my name on a uh, first name basis. I knew them. Like, once we get, once we start asking questions about the family and what you got going on, how's work, that's when you like, oh, yeah, you I'm going a lot. <laughs> so I was, I was aware of this. Once I step in, okay, it was just so happened, some of the scrippers there, 
you know, they might, and now everybody I didn't interact with on a regular, because, you know, I'm all about vibes with everybody. But some people I had good vibes with. When I came in, the waitresses, some of the waitresses, they are good. I'm a tipper, so they already know me from coming in there. They, of course, they are going to recognize me, have a conversation with me. Some of the scrippers there who two, usually will be about, depending on which what place I went, two or three that I pretty much had a relationship. When I say a relationship, friend-type friend, friend type relationship with, though, you know, they will see me. Of course, I will see them. And uh, we chop it up, have some conversation or whatever. Now, they might be bit, they might be uh, entertaining somebody else at that point. Let me just say that. But, of course, once they're done, I have some, uh, give us a couple of dances. We talk a little bit afterwards. I definitely want to be in VIP because I was one of those people. I didn't like being where everybody bumping into you and everything like that. So I definitely was the type to be in that area. And like I said, I didn't, I'm real laid back. So it wasn't anything crazy, like no crazy experience I was having. And even our conversations I was having with the scrippers, it would just mainly be about life. Like I'm one of those people, I ain't just, you know, just trying to get a dance and we not actually talking to each other. Like I actually just talk this random, you know, conversation. Like I said, uh, it would just be about just everything in life. It wouldn't even, it wouldn't even own anything else. It would just be about just life things in general more so. If somebody who I felt, you know, we had a good chemistry and just talking with. And then last but not least, when I got ready to leave, I definitely always was going to get me uh, some uh, wings to go. Uh, I definitely still believe, you know, script clubs I've been at, they definitely got some of the best wings. So I was going to get that to go. Once I get my wings, of course, I'm getting ready to get up out of there at that point. And my valet, I did my valet. I got to tip mine. That's one of the reasons why they take care of me in the line uh, when I first got there because I'm normally tipping the valet guys as soon as, um, I mean, every time that they uh, get my car as well. And I'm a good tipper, by the way. And it, so the, my mindset, this person has my car. So I want to make sure I take real good care of them so they can take good care of my car. That's just how my mindset is. And like I said, that would normally be my night. It wouldn't, I would be in, I'd be out, probably be there for about, I don't know, hour and a half, two hours. And that would really be it. So let's get into the question of the week. And the question of the week is actually related to my script club experience. So a couple of weeks ago, you talked about an exotic dancer you met at the script club and fell in love with. How often did you use to go and how much you think you used to spend on average while there? Mm. Man, I'm going to be honest with you. This is so crazy. Uh, before I answer this question, I honestly, it was in, I was always a person that was in my budget and things I did. So it never occurred to me how much I was spending. But until later on, uh, afterwards, after, when later on when I wasn't going, well, later on when um, COVID, I mean, the pandemic happened. Because that's actually when I stopped going, when the pandemic happened. But to the answer your question, I would usually go twice a month. You know, I can hear somebody right now, twice a month. 
I mean, honestly, I didn't think that was a lot, but I, I've learned since that time. Yeah, some people say, yeah, that was a lot. You was doing a lot. You going twice a month. But I didn't think that was a lot. I was just only going twice a month. In regards to how much on average I was spending, so I did the numbers, actually. So I'm paying $25 for valet uh, as far as when I get there. I'm paying $25 to get in. I'm normally, you know, spending about $300 on the dancer or, or dancers, I should say, if I got, you know, the, the dances I got. I'm definitely going to get some wings, as I mentioned before I leave. I'm tipping the waitress, the wa the waiter, the waitress, as well as the ballet. Uh, you know, overall, that's coming out about probably $40, $45. And then even $20 to giving giving away $20 for some of the dancers to just go away. Because you have those dancers, too, who just around you. They see you spent some money, and they just kind of like some gnats or whatever, just kind of around. So I would give them probably $5 or something just to go away. <laughs> but I was spending, it's crazy. I was going twice a month. I didn't actually even realize at the time, but it was like $860 a month that I was spending. But I guess I didn't realize it because I always live within my means, though, because I was doing everything else that I want to do in regards. If it's something came out like I wanted, whether it was some new clothes, new shoes, or a trip or something I wanted to take. And then, of course, like I said, I was going on dates on a regular as well. So it was – I didn't realize at the time that, like, dang, I was spending a lot of money in the script club every um, – every month but like i said i'm living proof of evolution and growth uh you know as well so you know that that was that well we have come to that time uh once again i'm hoping everybody enjoyed the show hopefully everybody have a great weekend um one other quick thing uh thanks to all the people out there who've been giving your, uh, even going out there on the link tree, giving your donations to me, uh, they're definitely appreciated. You know, I don't care if it's $5, $10, you know, I'm thankful for anything somebody do that they don't have to do. So like I said, thank you all once again. Uh, my loyal listeners who've been with me, uh, man, I feel like for months now, you know, Marshall, Brittany, uh, thank you all to the new people who then join from his T, you know, uh, thank you as well. Uh, I, Sophie, you know, I, I know I'm missing somebody. So, end up whoever I'm missing, you feel free to give me a hard time uh, when you hear this episode so I can be sure to give you a shout out next week. But no, just thank everybody once again, like I said, because you all. Could be, you know, you got other stuff you could be doing with your time, but you chose it to share with me. So I thank you all so, so, so much for that. So with that said, I'm going to talk to you all later. Everybody have a great week, and I will catch up with you all next week. <laughs>